Hello and welcome to the She's Busy AF podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Bordelon. I'm a former marketing agency owner turned marketing mentor. I'm a lover of all things tequila, travel, Taylor Swift, plants, and helping busy AF entrepreneurs kill the living heck out of their businesses. My podcast is filled with marketing and business knowledge to help you truly excel both personally and professionally in your entrepreneurial journey. You'll put down your phone after each episode and be infused with techniques and practices that allow you to work less in your business and more on your business so you can ultimately step back when you want and enjoy the sweet, sweet fruits of your blood, sweat, and tears-filled labor. So with that being said, open up your note app or your favorite notebook and let's jump on into the She's Busy AF podcast. All right, so welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. If you are watching this episode and would prefer to listen, you can head over to Spotify or Apple to do so. So the topic today, anti-growth, bigger isn't always better. Why I think as a business, you should stay small. This topic kind of came from this book I've been reading (laughs) called Company of One by Paul Jarvis. And actually the byline says why staying small is the next big thing for business. And it really got me to thinking. I definitely took some of the similar concepts and applied them to a previous program I ran and it was so successful. It's actually a lot to do with how I believe business should be run and actually how I ran my former business. So if you don't know, I formerly owned and operating a marketing agency and now I am a mentor, a brand consultant, and a show at web designer here and there, creative director. I do it all. So in this book, Paul talks about staying small, the importance of staying small and how that is the driving force behind a profitable and sustainable business. Now, why do I think staying small is important? Great, cool, sustainable. I had an agency before this and I sold that agency. I never really saw this agency being this massive, massive thing. Like I think I thought that that's what I wanted. But I never saw that for myself. It was behind this foggy cloud of like, okay, but how do you get there? And is that even sustainable? And I was still trying to understand the agency model myself. I definitely didn't want a seven-figure agency with 100 employees. That was not on my to-do list. I was like, that sounds like a lot of stress. And I just remember seeing the turnover in the agency I worked in and just thinking, I don't think that's what I want for myself. So I wanted to be boutique, but how boutique was boutique? These were things I was having issues defining. And what I didn't know at the time was that what I really wanted was sustainability. I wanted to stay small before I even knew that staying small was cool or that staying small was profitable and sustainable before this online space really exploded. So have you ever heard more money, more problems? More money does not always equal more profit. And profit is what deems a business successful. According to the IRS, they like my accountant says this, or she said this once, and I was like, oh my God, this is so true. In the eyes of the IRS, if your business is not profitable, it is a hobby. It's not a business. So something to think about, (laughs) profitability, sustainability. When you are in this growth mindset of like, I want to grow, I want to grow, I want to grow, I want to scale, you often neglect or forget about your bottom line or you're just constantly thinking about adding people to the team and the profit margin's not really growing and we don't want that. So with that being said, in entrepreneurship, there is a lot of pressure to grow. Coaching programs and working with mentors, it seems to me like the content I'm even seeing 
there's so much pressure to grow as a business. And no one talks about like, no one's really being honest about how long that takes or what that even means or why you should grow. Okay. I'm anti-growth here. So that's what we're going for. But it's not, it's not realistic. It's not realistic to have this like rapid growth right away. So I want to talk real quick about how I balanced a corporate job and my business for multiple years before I was even able to take off as my own business and be my own business. And I actually ended up scaling my team back when I went full-time. That's okay too. It's such as full transparency. But here are some things I want you to think about. And then I'm also going to go into, I have four big tips for how you can get to a place of achieving and sustaining while not growing, growing again. Like, what is that definition of growth for you? But before we do that, I'm anti-growth for a reason. What about sustaining a lifestyle you love, right? I feel like people don't think about that. Entrepreneurs don't think about that when they're like, I just need to I have a business. I need to grow it. What do I do? What about sustaining a lifestyle that you love? For me, that meant keeping a nine to five for a little bit to continue to be able to have really good health insurance and security. And there's nothing wrong with that. There are some people who are like, no, but like entrepreneurship is more security. You can get health insurance that way. But that's a lot. That's a lot to like jump ship and say, okay, I'm going to find health insurance. Um, I'm going (laughs) to do all these things that are very uncomfortable now. And I have no idea what you can ease into that. And that's what I chose to do. And it worked really well for me. You also need to be satisfied with what gives you the life that you want as a business owner. So it made sense for me to quit my nine to five when I had a stable, sustainable income in my business and could continue the lifestyle I had. I didn't have to scale back. So that looked like working 60, 70 hours a week there for a little bit until I could get to the place of like, okay, I retain your business. I can predict the next six months. Great. I'm ready to scale back. And lastly, I found that most companies who place an emphasis on growing bigger neglect becoming better. I'll let that sink in for a second. So what that really means and what I'm trying to get at with this is that customer and client experience truly become neglected because you're so focused on the potential clients and not the current ones when you are in this like, I need to grow mindset. So (laughs) as a result client retention suffers. It creates a lot of tension in the workspace because things fall through the cracks when you are constantly in this grow, 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 add, 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 and then you have to think about hiring people to fulfill or you have to plan your business around your personal life because you took on a new project so now you need to cancel a vacation. So many things start to suffer and becoming a better business is what is going to ensure client retention, customer loyalty, All of these things which become the driving sales force for your business. So how do you get to a place of achieving and sustaining and being really happy while, of course, always pushing to be better? Number one, step back and truly define what is going to make you happy in life. What is going to meet your needs? I always say you need to put yourself first. You need to be selfish first. What do you want out of this? Because at the end of the day, you need to be happy and you need to be getting what you want in order to not burn out, in order to sustain your business. So instead of focusing on growth and buyouts and employees, I suggest you focus instead on stability, simplicity, independence, becoming as profitable as you can. For me, that looks like maintaining zero debt in my personal life. It looks like providing a kick-ass client experience. As told by my themed programs and the way I deal with my clients. It looks like being able to travel without worrying about the funds to get there or having debt when I get back. 
It looks like raising a child and being able to send her to private school if I want to. It looks like giving my dogs a happy life. She's right over there on the floor. (laughs) These are the things that are important to me. Number two, you want to create a plan for your business, a realistic plan, and you don't want to marry that plan. Do not marry that plan because then you're going to get like heartbroken when things don't work out. So with that, I recommend documenting your thoughts, processes, strategies, all of those things. And they couldn't, those couldn't be more important on a path to sustainable business. They just can't. Documenting these things, crucial, especially if you're steering your business's ship with a crew. If there are people helping you, whether it's contractors or employees, to have everybody on the same page is so, so, so crucial. Much of the success of what I do on the mentorship side of my business comes from being an avid planner, but not marrying those plans, what I just talked about. This allows me to move and pivot and change with buyer habits and needs. More on this in just a second. The third thing I recommend you do is assess your sales cycle. So understanding how your consumers and potential clients think is so incredibly important. And I feel like in marketing and in mentorship and coaching, like it's a little bit beat with a dead horse that you should be doing market research and you should be having conversations with clients and potential clients. But it's so true. You need to document what causes them to buy, what's important to them in their lives, what turnover is happening in your business and why. You need to assess like why aren't clients staying or why am I not able to upsell them? Where are the opportunities to upsell, downsell, cross-sell? What happens with all of that? That is all super, super important. And that will tell you so much in your business. It will tell you so much. So really what you need to do is, like I said, document that sales cycle from top to bottom, from when they discover you as a business to when their time with you is near completion. Come back and assess frequently, often, and you'll be able to find new ways to ensure that client retention, I guarantee. Okay, the last thing, the last thing, is becoming obsessed with data. So important. I have a background in insights and reporting from some agency work I did when I first like entered the working world and then when I went part-time, and I was in charge of taking insights, taking campaigns when they were over and reporting on them and saying, here's what happened, but not just saying here's what happened, saying like how it happened or why it happened, and then being able to provide thoughts and recommendations for them to move forward with their campaigns. You need to do the same thing in your business. And I would say this has totally helped me in succeeding, sustaining, and scaling my own businesses is constantly being on top of what is happening inside of them drawing insights and making changes. There is just such a need to document your sales and marketing data often. And with that being said, I found with my clients, I found that client growth. So trying to grow as a business costs the business so much more than client retention, if that makes sense. So constantly being out there and in marketing having conversations, if you really think about it, like you, like looking at the ROI of that is so freaking important. And if you are constantly out there, but not assessing the clients you currently have and trying to retain those and keep those happy, I guarantee you are going to find that you are spending a lot more money and time is also money. So please think of that attracting as opposed to retaining because your current clients are your number one sales force. They're your number one driver of new and repeat business. Absolutely important to think of that. 
on the client attraction side, the success of your marketing efforts directly ties in with client acquisition. And that will tell you where you really need to be spending your time. So many entrepreneurs neglect this and they're spending so much time podcasting on Instagram, on LinkedIn. Let's say if they're putting all their time on Instagram, wondering why their leads are running dry or wondering why they don't have a lot of a business coming in from there. Well, look, first of all, look at your current clients. How are you able to keep them happy and, and incentivize them to refer business to you, whether it's through your good services or through a program that you have? What's happening there? Business moves really quick and you have to be able to adapt to changes. You have to be able to pivot at the last minute. I have what I call a graveyard of unlaunched programs. And things that I thought were the good, a good fit, and it, it wasn't actually the right fit. So one of those for me was Camp Good Time that actually ended up just getting totally revamped. But I, the whole program was around in-person relationship building and networking. And this was right before people were comfortable even going out into the online space or going outside of the online space to look for business and go to networking events. People weren't ready for it. No one was really talking about it. So I had to spend a lot more time educating. I wasn't meeting people in a place where they were problem aware, solution aware. I was way behind. And so what ended up happening is I spent a lot of time and a lot of money trying to attract clients for that program when that was not what people were looking for. So really important to be able to adapt to those changes, pivot, move, and meet, meet people, meet your consumers where they're at. I'm actually really excited to be launching a signature program around this, looking at that data, looking at insights, knowing what to do with that, teaching you how to assess your sales and marketing data, and really craft a plan for what's next in your business. Very excited about this because I just like had a mo- an aha moment where I realized, well, that's why I'm successful. You know, like that's why my business is still going. That's why I have client referrals from years ago that are still coming back to me. It's not just the way I treated them, but it's the way that I built my business, it's the way my business model works. It's because I am constantly assessing sales and marketing data. Stay tuned. (laughs) So I want to close this out by saying the goal is to get to a place where growth is a choice. You don't need to constantly be in this place of feeling like you have to grow. You have to scale. That doesn't need to be shoved down your throat anymore. If you are happy with your business, if you are happy with your revenue, Great. How can you continue to innovate internally so that you're not bored? But at the same time, like if you have enough profit and you want to choose to grow, you can also grow. Or if you want to go back to a part time job, you can do that while your business just sits there and kicks ass and and continues to bring in business for you in other ways. You don't have to do what everyone else around you is doing or telling you to do. You don't have to sit in a place where you're constantly chasing high targets, where you're shelling out marketing dollars and wondering when you're going to see ROI. Is this really going to work for me? You want to be in a place where you can look at different areas of your business with a clear mind and decide which are ready to scale, what's it going to take in order to do so. Where you are turning enough profit to be able to choose what your next move is, I think that is so powerful and so important. And do so without worrying about the funds. It's just like being able to go travel without worrying about having enough money for it. So that sums up this week's episode all on anti-growth and why I think staying small is less stressful and important and amazing and fine if you want to stay small as a business. And with that being said, I did mention earlier in the episode that I am coming up with a program, a new program, 
kind of around data, kind of around numbers, and really just being able to predict and also plan for what is next in business. So if you've been around for a little bit, you've heard me talk about Camp Good Time, which is one of my signature programs. I have many different renditions of what Camp Good Time looks like. I ran a program called Camp Good Time Biz Expansion. And this new one is Data Driven Money Moves Camp. And it's really just all about making data great in a way that is going to help you predict and move and do what's next in your business. Because I believe that running your business based on feelings, manifestation, and alignment is a surefire way to failure. Sorry, not sorry. Had to be said. And the truth is there's no gray area with data. It's black and white. It tells you everything you need to know about where you're going to go next in business to make and keep your business afloat, and even more so, purely thriving. So I'm really excited to release more details on this. If you want to take a sneak peek, you can go ahead and head to my show notes and learn more. Can't even contain my excitement for this program. We are going to dive into all things sales and marketing and looking at your business, looking at the numbers and making sense of them drawing insights from them and being able to make that next best move, whether that's business expansion, whether that's adding another stream of income, whether that's adding another marketing channel or reassessing the clients you have now and figuring out how you can work with them more. We're going to go into so many things. So so be sure to check that out in the show notes. If you have any questions on it, you can message me on LinkedIn. You can DM me on Instagram. I am available on all of these platforms. To answer any questions you may have, but in the meantime, have a great night and or day, whatever time it is that you're listening to this, and I will see you on the next episode of She's Busy AF.